Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Reagan Ganchieski. And I'm Calvin McNally with All Things Charger Sports. This Friday, the Charger volleyball team entertained the visiting Malone Pioneers in Don Tibbetts Ponder Arena in their first home game of the season. Junior Caroline Shelton led the way for the number 18 Chargers with 15 kills in a great performance offensively. Freshman Ali Weiss came, up in, came in clutch on the defensive side with 19 digs. Riding these stellar performances, the Chargers were able to beat the Pioneers in four sets. Saturday brought another GMAC foe to Don Tibbetts Potter Arena in the Walsh Cavaliers. Chargers again relied heavily on Caroline Shelton, who notched 17 kills for the Charger offense. Senior standout Alyssa Van Wienen recorded a game-high five blocks, another fantastic outing. Chargers were able to wrap up their weekend with a second win, beating the Walsh Cavaliers 3-1. And the Hillsdale College football Chargers traveled to Truman State in Kirksville, Missouri for their third game of the year. The Chargers were led by sophomore quarterback Jake Berger after starter Luke Keller was out with COVID. Berger performed well in his first start, throwing for 213 yards and two touchdowns. The Charger defense shut out the Bulldogs in the fourth quarter and scored on a pick six by junior Ryan Sellers. Despite a great effort, the Chargers were unable to stave off Truman State, falling to the Bulldogs 38-24. And coming up this week, the men's golf team will participate in the Doc Sprague Fall Invite throughout the week hosted by Finley. Women's tennis will take on Wayne State on Friday the 24th, while women's volleyball will take a road trip to battle Kentucky Wesleyan. On Saturday, September 25th, men's tennis will head into Allendale, Michigan for the ITA Midwest Invitational. And volleyball will continue their road trip with a Saturday matchup against Trevecca. And last but not least, the football team will take on Missouri S&T in the first fall homecoming since 2019 on Saturday. So today we're doing things a little bit differently, uh, a little special, as we have not just one special guest in studio today, but we have two, Liz Wamsley and Claire McNally of the cross-country team. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. Yeah, thank you. We are super excited. You're on the cross-country team. Uh, I don't think we've ever had a cross-country athlete, or at least not in my time with Charger Rundown. Uh, uh, You guys had a race this weekend, uh, right? Yeah. Yes, we did. In Kenosha, Wisconsin. In Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay, we're trying to broaden our base to Wisconsin, so this is going to be really interesting. Um, You guys did really well. Why don't you just take me through a recap of the weekend? Sure. Um, So we kind of went into this hoping that um, just with this particular course that it'd be a good um, setup for nationals because, like, the opening – the first part of the course is like a hill, like a, it's just a gradual climb. And so that's kind of how it is at nationals. Um, and so we were just kind of going to go conservative up that part. And then um, the second half of the course is supposed to be kind of like more downhills and stuff. And so then um, once we got like halfway to that point, then we were just going to um, hopefully stick together and just um, speed through that second half. Is it typical for the team to head to Wisconsin uh, for like a running trip? Because Wisconsin, I feel like, is a different place for Hillsdale athletes to go and compete. I think one of the reasons we went to this meet in particular is Coach really wanted us to see, to compete with some, I think he called them outer regional teams, or just kind of see different competition. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but I know like the teams that we compete against, like for instance, we beat Michigan Tech, and that's important because that'll change our our ranking um, and that could be important in helping us get to nationals and just actually honestly take me through how cross country works you ran this race but it's it's more of like an individual sport or is it more of a team sport how would you describe that 
I mean, it's it's really both, which is something special about this sport. But we really care about our place and our ranking as a team. Um, in order like to win the conference, we need to work as a team. To go to regionals and uh, qualify for nationals, we need to work as a team. So obviously, like everyone is having their own individual race. Um, but we need the top five runners score, so it really is dependent on like all five of those and even the the top seven because they can bump those last two, six and seven can bump other individuals from the other teams out into further back places. Um, so it really does depend on how all five of us run. And also more than that, just we talk a lot about one of our quotes that we say when we're running is this year we have 11 girls on our team, so it's 11 pushing one. And that even though like you're running by yourself and you're having your own race, like we're really working together with our teammates. Mm. And a lot of our race strategies are talking about how we can best work together and push each other during the race too. I think that's so interesting, especially you know as a team, you kind of get to know each other, know each other's strengths, things like that. It's so interesting. And actually, from this weekend, uh, your five scoring winners are in the top fifteen. So that's really huge um, for your team. You got to feel really good about that, especially early in the season. Yeah. Um, Liz, talk to me a little bit. You're you're a freshman, and you placed third overall. That's a big deal. How do you feel about that starting your career here at Hillsdale? And, you know, what, what does it say about your teammates who are able to help you out um, early, you know, in your career here? Talk a little bit about that for me. Yeah. Um, so as a side note, I'm actually a sophomore. It's just last year didn't count for COVID. Um, so I did get to run last year. But, yeah, um, just I think it's a really big confidence booster. Um, it just helps me know, like, okay, I'm on the right track for conference um, and really just like with this race, just, um, being able to run with like Claire being right there, yeah. like most of the way, like that was really helpful knowing like, okay, we're all in like a good position and a good setup for conference. Sure. So obviously I would have liked to have been first, but I'm, I'm happy with, um, with the third place I got and just, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. That's so, it's so exciting. And talk to me a little bit about that. So you, your final time was 22 minutes, 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a long time to be thinking about. And you're, you're pushing yourself for 22 minutes. That's a yeah. pretty that's pretty intense. What do you, what what kind of you talked a little bit about maybe things you say to each other. What are you thinking about during that time? I, I know from personal experience and the small amount of running I've done. What are the one of the reasons I couldn't stick with it is just it's so much time to myself yeah. to think. You know, um, what what what, what kind of is going through your head when you're trying to you know push yourself to the absolute limit for yeah. such a long time? Yeah, so it um, obviously it varies from runner to runner. Um, something that my coach said to me last year that really stuck with me was just going into a race. Um, remember three things. Remember to be proud um, of the fact that you get to come and race and do this. Um, and then be grateful that you even get to run at all, especially like last year with all the COVID challenges. And also to be excited. Um, and so those first two, um, like the proud and the grateful, really stick with me like the first part of the race. And then the second half of the race, when you're kind of like hitting that dead zone, um, I just try to like remind myself, like get excited, like be excited. This is the point where you're kind of like the adrenaline rush should be going and like you just got to get after it. So I don't know. And then also, honestly, just it's a huge motivation to see my teammates running with me. And so that's just another thing I just think about, like like Claire said, the 11 pushing one. Like that's just um, really something that I try to focus on during the race if I can. It's like I'm doing this for my teammates, like not just for me. So, Talking to Liz and Claire on Charger Rundown, Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. You mentioned COVID. Uh, 
you guys both have an extra year of eligibility because of this. It's this weird, wonky situation. I know I'm a senior uh, academically, but I'm also like a junior athletically, but I'm going to graduate this year and whatever. <laughs> uh, makes no sense to me. Uh, you mentioned it, it was just a it was a janky season last year. What was that like? Did you get to run? Um, how was that navigating uh, navigating cross country through COVID? It was interesting for sure. <laughs> I mean, I remember over the summer I was living with one of my teammates, Christina Sawyer, and we when we heard that the national meet was canceled, it was just it was really devastating. And then just like continuing to listen to the news and the updates, we heard that the conference championship was still on and we would just still be able to race. And I remember we were just like hugging each other. And we were so excited that we were going to get get to compete this season, um, even if on a slightly smaller scale. So a lot of it was. A, maybe a little normal but uh one of the stressful things definitely was we had to do testing which i think every sport yeah. had to do um at one point a lot of us got quarantined which was tough as far as training um and also just like mental state um but i think i, don't, I think like we did as best a job as we could with it we're really a resilient team and um yeah it was a difficult time and i think it just makes us even more grateful for this season especially mm -hmm. like going to meets like track meets there just weren't a lot of spectators and it's not yeah. something like you're used to that being like a really big exciting event and my parents would come and like you get to like see your teammates parents and have all these people cheering and instead like you're just kind of running in circles and like your teammates who were there and allowed in are cheering for you but it's a much quieter experience <laughs> yeah when I hated the testing part and I'm like not looking forward to I don't even know what the spring is going to be um like for softball but I would actually like pull the COVID test out of my nose every single time and like they would have to sit me down in a chair like I was extremely dramatic about it but I was like like I was just over it uh you talk about practices I've always wondered this about running because it is just kind of you know, the same motion over and over again. <laughs> what are practices like? How do you guys train? Um, well, I guess every day, like, we're obviously running pretty much every day. Some of us have more mileage. Like, Claire, I think, actually runs, like, seven days a week. Um, I run, like, six. And, but it's like individualized too. So we have different kinds of workouts each day. So we'll have um, like a couple of days, Monday and Thursdays, we'll do just like um, a medium to long distance run. And then we'll do like lifting and some herd mobility. And our coach will kind of just talk with us about like um, what's going on that week. Um, and then Tuesdays and Fridays are our workout days. Um, and we might have like a double in the morning. So just like a small run in the morning. Um, and then like Saturdays on our own. And then Sundays we have long runs in the morning. So we'll, we'll all get together and we'll go out like at the crack of dawn and <laughs> run together <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> but, um, it's nice because like we're, we're almost never running by ourselves. Like we're always yeah. with at least one teammate, depending on your mileage. And we just like talk during our runs for the most part so mm -hmm. that's really cool yeah. so talk a little bit so the meet this week was in Kenosha so that's a pretty far drive um and then how how does uh, maybe in, in your preparation for a big meet like this it, with such a drive how does being on the bus not sleeping in your own bed maybe eating food you're not used to how does those type of things affect you in your preparation and um as you get ready for a big event like this or does is it really not an issue at all 
That's a great question. Yeah. I think the bus ride, um, I don't know. Honestly, the bus rides can be kind of fun. Okay. It's a lot of team bonding, yeah. play our fun music, and, well, I napped a lot of the way on this meet <laughs> in particular. I think we all did, yeah. but we were tired. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it kind of helps. Like, this was a Saturday meet, but we left Friday at 10, and it kind of helps. Like, you don't go to class on Friday. Like, we try not to do a lot of homework. Um, like, you're not, you know, like, you're just really, like, getting in the zone the day before. So I almost feel like that's kind of helpful just to be – totally outside of school in that environment like you're really just kind of getting channeled in and also like the night before like you're not worried about doing homework or packings so you're already there so a lot of times we'll just like roll and stretch together and like watch a movie on the hotel tv we'll all meet in one room <laughs> so um it can be fun as far as like eating like yeah i think that's always a little weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> the coaches do their best like we went to a pasta place this time but oh, nice. okay. yeah i think you just kind of have to get used to eating whatever is there and kind of rolling yeah. with it or a lot of people will pack their own meals too that's something mm. that people do i think mm. is runners and probably a lot of athletes but there's a ton of people who are like gluten-free lactose-free like can't eat a lot of different things so a lot of people pack their own foods um, yeah so we just kind of do what we can but yeah there's definitely pros and cons to traveling mm. mm-hmm. very cool and, and and speaking of rolling with it and, and of course all our listeners being in Hillsdale, they know what Hillsdale winter is like. It's not very, it's not, I, I wouldn't say ideal running no, conditions, I don't think. So talk to me, talk to me a little bit about your off season in preparation for maybe the spring or the next cross country season. How, how is that? How are you able to, to stay in shape and, you know, do the work I need to do in the off season in the brutal Hillsdale winters? Um, yeah, so it was interesting last year cause I was like very new to this. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't sure like, Oh, are we going to be doing like, treadmill runs or like you know when it gets cold um (laughs) we didn't we didn't really do that we 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 pretty much run outside um unless it's like a blizzard yeah like like dangerous cold sometimes coach will be like or you know it's nine degrees this morning wait till it's 13 and then go to your run outside (laughs) yeah so we just mostly we're just trying to avoid the ice and run um like we'll do like Bobby's trail or just somewhere that's like more clear to run on. Talking to Liz and Claire on charger rundown, radio free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM going off this. You just mentioned something at the end. You go to Bobby's trail. I would like, I guess, to get into running maybe a little more around Hillsdale, um, you know, on the weekend it it is old being on a treadmill. (laughs) So do you guys have like a, a secret place, a favorite (laughs) place that you like to go to run? I think all of our favorite places, the back roads, um, they're definitely hilly, which is uh, good for us. It can be painful, yeah. but if you get out to Mock Road, it's really nice out there. Half Moon is beautiful. There's some really evil hills out there. We've named some of them because they're <laughs> notorious. Um, the Bobby's Trail is always good for a nice flat run. Running by the lake's really pretty. Um, I think Lewis Emery is one that we really like that maybe mm-hmm. people don't get out to as much, but... Um, I don't know, it's like maybe like mile, mile and a half run from campus. And then that's a really beautiful park to run around to. I know Cal touched on this a little bit at the beginning of the episode, but so tomorrow I have another, I have a, I have the pacer test. I have a conditioning test for softball, (laughs) hate running. I'm dreading it. Do you guys have any tips for just somebody who's just trying to survive the conditioning (laughs) workout Um, from a pro to just an athlete that doesn't have to run very much in the game of softball? What should I do tomorrow morning? (laughs) (laughs) 
they're both like they're looking at each other right now and they're like she's she's dead like there's no way she's gonna pass it and you're right <laughs> no it's just i think that's hard for us to give advice on because we don't do anything like that that like that kind of like pacer test sprinting like short twitch muscles like i don't i don't have any of those we just <laughs> we just go out and run for really long periods of time my like sprint muscles are kind of non-existent at this point <laughs> as my coaches trained them out of me so I don't have a lot of advice for that I don't Liz do you have anything I don't know yeah it's just it's honestly a very different kind of running so I don't know okay <laughs> how about this um do you guys have any pre-game rituals or you, you talk about like movies maybe the night before or not doing homework but do you do anything maybe in the few hours leading up to the race to prepare yourself and maybe I'll steal those for my pacer <laughs> test. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, again, it like varies on individual. Like I know right before a race, cause the beginning of a race is kind of like, typically you're starting at least for the first couple meters, like a little bit faster. Um, I like to just kind of like bounce up and down and just stay very loose and, Sometimes I'll, this is this is weird. I don't. This is a very individual thing. But I'll like smile to myself or like make myself smile and be like, yeah, like let's get excited yeah. for this. This will be good, um, even if it's a lie. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that we also we do like our team chant on the start line. Like we'll do a stride out and talk with our coach, and then we have our like our chant. We kind of like get in a circle and scream like things that the same thing that we do every time i think every team has theirs and then that kind of just gets us like hyped up before too mm -hmm. we also a lot of times like if we're driving like on the bus from the hotel to the meet we'll put on our our hype music and mm -hmm. try to get in the zone yeah very cool we need, we need to drop that uh cross-country playlist here for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very exciting so all right so unfortunately as student athlete at some point you will not be able to run for hillsdale college anymore um, what does, uh, like, I, I play I play football, and so at, at, at some point I would not be able to play football anymore. I cannot do that for the rest of my life. But for cross country, there is nobody stopping you from going running in the woods whenever you wish. What what do you see as a, you know, is this is this something you see yourself doing for a long time? Is this something you see yourself coaching? Talk to me a little bit about uh, maybe the future of cross country in your life, maybe, maybe post-college. Yeah, um, yeah. I... Personally, I really want to get back into triathlons mm, afterwards. Awesome. Um, I did that a lot when I was little. Um, and so I think it'd just be fun to do, like, running is really hard on your body. Yes, um, that's true. But if you mix that in with, like, swimming or biking, mm -hmm. um, it's really fun. It's a good way to keep fit. But I also just think it'd be a good way to, like, keep doing races. And I don't know. I think it'd also be fun to do, like, some marathons. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Very tough. All right, so we're getting near the end of the episode here. Talk to me. Talk to the fans a little bit. What's the best way they can support you? When's your your home meet um, coming up next? Do you guys know? We actually don't have any home meets this oh, season. No. Oh no! I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think our our next race is in about two weeks at okay. Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, we will not we will not be at home at all this year, which is sad. Man, how is that even allowed? We should you should have one home meet. What come we... come track season though. We have lots of home meets. Okay. Come, mm -hmm. come out to the beerman. Come out to the track. We'll we'll still be running. It'll okay. be slightly different. <laughs> okay. Well, definitely we definitely gotta do that then. Yeah. What is it like running in the Beerman? Because we have practices there in the morning, and I'm like, no, like, I, I feel like it's like the cave of death or something. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Beerman. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you asked us about winter running, and when we're doing, like, track workouts or, like, speed stuff, we'll run in the Beerman, and 
don't know. It's it's tough. I think it's a very small circle that you're running in, which honestly makes a bigger difference when you go outdoor and it's 400 meters as opposed to the 200 meters. It's like, wow, this is so nice. Um, yeah, I agree. It can be a little bit of a cave. Also, the air in there is really dry. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's not, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. Indoor track is definitely not my favorite, but it kind of helps like when you're just like running in small circles, you kind of just like really get in the zone and think about like your paces every lap. It's like, I don't know, coach a lot of times will tell us to, to be like clockwork. So you kind of just have to like get into the rhythm of it and, and try not to think about it too much. Mm-hmm. I like to look at the different banners. It took yeah. me like maybe three years to notice that the banners change, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, but it would be really cool. I think you guys could work on this, maybe getting a photo of you guys as one of the banners up there in the Beerman wall. Do you think yeah. that's a possibility? That'd be really cool. (laughs) Well, we'll have to, well, maybe we'll send this uh, episode to somebody and and really advocate for that. Make it happen. (laughs) Well, guys, thank you so much for having, uh, for coming on this show. It was awesome to have you and being our first duo to really come on. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.